This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation. You can follow us on Twitter at Ethos Pelicans at Lyle Swithenbank, L Y L E S W I T H E N B A N K. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. It's always great to uh, know that people from all over the world are listening and, um, you know, shout out to the people in Austria and South Korea who just really are holding it down for us in the charts. It's um, it, it's crazy to think that people all over the world are listening to this, and I suppose I'm talking about a team on the other side of the world from me. But anyway, I don't need to do a deep dive to start this off. We had the show yesterday, which was a bit of a sort of catch us up on what happened since the trade deadline and um, Zion's injury and everything like that. Today's going to be about the game. So we played the Oklahoma City Thunder in OKC um, and defeated them 103-100. to 100. Interesting game. We're going to break that down today and talk about, um, well, the stats, what we liked, what we didn't like, um, some notable absences and a fantastic debut. So stay tuned and we'll, we'll get into all of that. So to kick off, we... Uh, we usually do the quarter by quarter. We do like that. Uh, 103 to 100 was final score, as we know. And the Pelicans really came out the gate. And it was led, namely, by Brandon Ingram. Honestly, he scored the next seven, uh, the first seven points. Uh, ended up with, I think, 16 in the first quarter, which was just unbelievable. He really um, put the team on his back and, uh, and ended up with 34. But we'll get to the box score in a minute. He was looking smooth, and it was right from the start. He was getting everything. They they put their best defenders, Lou Dort, and uh, the Williams guys went on to him at different times. SGA had a go, and they kept throwing bodies at him. And, and eventually, it became the fact that you had to just double-team him to get the ball out of his hands. Enter literally everyone else. And in that first quarter, we looked really good. It wasn't until probably the two-minute mark when Brandon sat down there was a little bit of a, um, I suppose, lull where the guys had to uh, readjust to not having a guy that was just absolutely cooking, uh, ending that first quarter 33-25. to 25. Second quarter wasn't as good. Honestly, we, uh, we had Brandon sitting down for a fair bit of it, and uh, the offense was running through Jonas at times, but then we went away from that and sort of everyone just did a little bit of everything. Um, and only winning that quarter by one point, twenty-seven to twenty-six. We go out into the um, into the locker room, and third quarters, you know, historically for us have been pretty good, uh, except in the ten-game losing streak that we won't ever speak about again. Uh, but this was on par with that. We came out and scored sixteen points in the third quarter, and it was sloppy offense. We had five 
turnovers in the first half. Uh, and we managed to have six halfway through the third. It was sloppy ball usage, turning the ball over, offensive fouls. Um, everyone wanted to get theirs. And it really wasn't that team basketball that, you know, when the Pelicans play the best, that's what we like to see. And they end up clawing it right back, 22 points to 16 in that quarter. And we have a dogfight going into the last quarter. Not what you want against a team that's, you know, trying to get Wembenyana, but is still only three or four games behind us. So, especially on their home court, you know, the, you have your crowd. We know what it's like in the Smoothie King Center, and it's harder to win on the road, particularly in OKC, because for some unknown reason, they always give us, um, you know, a bit of trouble. And they're always close games against these guys. So, quarter number four, we actually drew in that 27 to 27, and that gave us the three-point uh, victory. Uh, they got a good look, but uh, Isaiah Joe missed at the buzzer, uh, which was excellent. And uh, we we leave Oklahoma City with a three-point victory. All in all, it was a scrappy game. There was no reason why it got back to three points. We're up by 19 at one point, and uh, it was really rolling, and then... We just let them chip away, and it was three-point barrage from guys like um, Joe, as I said. He was very good, 16 off the bench. Uh, and Williams, the power forward one, not the center one. He had 22, and he looks really good. Uh, they got the two Jay Wills there. Um, Jay Will and I don't know what they call the other one. They got two nicknames for him. Um, I don't know why he would draft the same name, but anyway, I suppose you just pick the best player available. and You know, both of them played pretty well. Um, it was a scrappy game. Like I said, you know, guys all had to step up. There was no CJ McCollum in this one. He was ruled out with a sore ankle uh, after the warm-ups and there was a bit of doubt coming in. They'd called Sebron up uh, prior to the game back from Birmingham to come and uh, ride the bench just in case we needed a, an extra guard and that sort of indicated that he wasn't going to play. We also had the debut of... Josh Richardson, the newly acquired wing from San Antonio, and he was instant impact. 29-year-old from Oklahoma City, um, is where he's actually born and raised. So, uh, you know, when you've got a guy like that that's playing at home in his first game of the new team, he showed out and was a real spark plug off the bench. In fact, in the last quarter, he had six straight points and and really kick-started our offense back in, and probably defense as well, uh, with a good steal in one of his buckets, uh, getting us really, getting the guys up and about, getting that uh, that spark under the guys. Because it was at times we just looked stagnant, like we just couldn't be bothered being there. And if you have lapses like that and there's no one there that's going to change that momentum, you just lose. You lose in the fourth quarter. And uh, fortunately, we had a guy that really wanted to um, show out and in 40, 34 minutes had himself an absolute crazy stat line. So, Let's head over to the stats. Let's have a chat about what happened. The team stats. So we shot 52% from the field, but only 74 attempts, which I think is low. Like, that's really low for, for a team. Now, they had 90, for example, and hit 38 at 42%. Three-pointers, we were 9 of 30 to their 9 of 33. Three-pointers are up for us. You know, we usually were about 25. So that's a good sign, but be good to make a few more of them. 30%, though. Uh, free throws, 16 of 18, stoked with that. And the refs did well and gave them 18 attempts as well, uh, 15 of 18. And as much as 
Shea Gilgis-Alexander loves to get to the free throw line. The refs really didn't bail them out this time. They maybe did in a whole heap of other um, ways, like being completely blind on out-of-bounds and who the ball come off. But, uh, you know, the free throws, they were spot on. Assist 19-20, to 20, that's not enough for us, despite B.I. absolutely cooking, uh, move the ball. Uh, particularly when he's off, those assists need to go up. Uh, we play better when everyone is involved. Rebounds, we got beaten 43-33, to 33, which is not great. Fast break points, we gave them 19, and we had 8. Now, that is not ideal at all. What that means is that you're letting them get out in transition and score, and a lot of them happened when we were sloppy with the basketball, but also, after a made basket, we'd be heading back, yeah, cool, awesome, and they would just come charging down the, uh, down the middle of the lane and score, and, and when that happens... There has to be accountability from the guys. And someone's got to look up and say, hang on, we're still playing basketball here. We might have hit a shot. But you can't just go to sleep and say, oh, we'll set up down the other end. Because other teams will catch you sleeping. And um, OKC was really good at that this year, of uh, this game. Uh, steals, we had 13 to 8. And that was very helpful for us. Eight blocks to three, including awesome block uh, from Trey. Another good one from Larry. Really good one from Jay Rich as well. Uh, we were pretty spoiled. Offensive rebounds, they had 14 to our four. Just let that stew when you've got players that can rebound the ball and you're not securing that, that's a defensive issue. Guys need to secure that basketball. And if Jonas is forced to close out on the shooter at some points that rotation happens, someone else needs to be accountable and jump up and grab it because it is frustrating to watch offensive rebounds, particularly at that rate. Um, 14 to four is just unacceptable. Defensive rebounds were the same. So, you know, secure it. And he would have won the rebound battle. But anyway, points off turnovers, 24 to 21. Non-event, they were pretty similar. Well, really, let's be honest. We had 24 and they had 21. So really, that three points was how we won. But anyway, uh, you know, they, they cost themselves a game, which we'll take. Uh, because, side note, every win matters. It doesn't matter if it's ugly. Still a win. We know what we do. We bank that with all those other little wins. So, over at the box score, the starting lineup was Trey, B.I., J.V., Herb, and Jose in place of C.J. McCollum. Trey struggled with his shot in this one. Had 11 shots. Uh, got himself 12 points. But uh, it was only 3 of 11. 3 of 8 from 3. But I like the fact that he was getting them up. And two of them were close. Uh, they were like halfway down in them and then fell back out. So, you know, while that affects it on paper, they were good looks. And I have no issue with him taking those shots. Uh, so it was 12 points, 3 rebounds, an assist to steal, and 3 blocks, which is what I like. 4 defensive stats. I mean, come on. How are you going? Uh, Brandon Ingram, like I said, he was on fire in the first quarter. That happened the whole game. Down the stretch, he was hitting these contested jumpers like they were warm-ups. 34 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist. He was um, absolutely excellent and the best player on the court by a long way. Um, JV had 14 and 8, a couple of assists. Herb Jones, 4, 5, 2 steals uh, and 2 assists. Uh, Jose had 14 points, 1 rebound, 2 assists, a steal and a block. And at times he gets a little aggressive and, you know, maybe attacks too hard when BI's cooking. But at the same time, I also like that he cuts and provides an option when... Guys are sort of getting a bit ahead of themselves. If B.I. starts dribbling too much or someone else 
uh, you know, gets themselves in a poor position. I think Jose makes very good reads at cutting to the basket and, and being and moving and providing an option because at times we are a bit stagnant. And when you've got speedy guys like that, it is helpful to, um, to get that. He was 6 of 11, by the way, uh, in his shooting. Uh, Jay Rich was sort of the main man off the bench. He had 34 points. It helped the Herb. Well, I mean, Herb got into foul trouble, as that occasionally happens. And uh, he came on and, and played 40, uh, 34. So anyone that uh, assumed that he was going to be eased in was incorrect. He was thrown straight in, and, and he was solid. He looked uh, at uh, right at home, and there was an awesome transition lob that he threw to BI, who reverse jammed it, if you find that video um send it to me because it is lit uh 10 points how's that connecting with gen z or uh, audience as well uh points uh 10 points two rebounds three assists five steals and two blocks i mean come on he took four three-point attempts missed them all but that's no dramas he um he looked really good larry nance had four four and three in 20 minutes he was a pretty much a non-factor didn't do much at all uh, wasn't a good game for Larry. Najee, again, yeah, 22 minutes didn't really do much at all. Um, stuffed the stat sheet with like four points, four rebounds, uh, three assists, a steal and a block. It was only took two shots. So, you know, how do you get into a game when you only take two shots? I don't know. Uh, but again, credit to him to just defer to the guys that were cooking. Kyra was solid off the bench with 18 minutes. Seven, two, two, two steals as well. Two of five shooting. Uh, and hit a three, which was nice. There was one step back that I don't understand why you would do that ever when you're as quick as you are. But, uh, you know, that's the young guys these days. They like shooting threes instead of dunking it. But anyway, you know, that's another another discussion for another day that I'm not going to get into. Um, cheers, Steph Curry, uh, is all I'll say. So over for the OKC, we had SGA had 24, 10, and 5. Um Felt like he shot a lot of free throws. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he was probably uh, playing for a whole heap more. And I won't comment as to how much he loves a free throw. Uh, 8 of 21 he shot. Um, which is unfortunate. Uh, he had 9 free throw attempts. So oh, well, good on him. Very good. Good if you can get him. Uh, Jay Will, the power forward one, had 22 points. 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals and a block. And was big for them. 9 of 15 shooting. Uh, and he was probably the only other one that did anything. Uh, yeah, Giddy had 17, so it was pretty good. And Joe off the bench with 16. So all in all, a, a tough slog. You know, we we played them, uh, you know, well in the first half. And then all of a sudden started playing this scrappy, slow basketball where really you need to lock that in. You need to just shut that down and and call a timeout and reset because you do not want to play at a different team's pace. You know they, you don't want them to control the game. You need to be able to say, "Hang on, are we doing what we need to do?" And at times we didn't. You you can't let nineteen points become nine in two minutes. They hit three shots in a row, a couple of scrappy turnovers. Don't let them play through it. You got timeouts for a reason. Call it reset calm the guys down because what you don't want to happen is mistakes turn into mistakes turn into mistakes and the other team gets confidence because they are causing those mistakes and i think that is something that the team needs to recognize and also the coaching staff it's okay to say hang on let's just reset and um at times i felt we we just leave it one possession too long so often it's like oh 
and then it's a third turnover. You're like, oh, maybe the next one. And then it's a fourth turnover, and you're like, guys, we need to stop. And uh, it's frustrating. But anyway, I digress. Uh, we're going to go to a break. I think that's a good place to do that. After the break, we'll come back. Uh, we'll do a quick little recap, preview the next game, and we shall skedaddle. So stick around. I'll be back after this. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. After that brief intermission, um, we were talking about the OKC win. Um, Pelicans 103-100. to Fantastic victory uh, behind Brandon Ingram's 34. One of the ugliest wins I've seen. But, like I said, we take that little W and we place it alongside all of the other ones. And while there's plenty of things to unpack and we can all... You know, we're all in agreement that there are times and things that we can improve and, and different strategies. That takes us to 30 and 28. So now we're still tied with Minnesota, but uh, we're seventh uh, in the West, still in that play-in spot, and only one game behind both Clippers and Dallas, uh, whereas, well, we're half a game behind them and one game behind Phoenix for fourth. So you're still in touch. You win this next game against the Lakers, then we get to the All-Star break, we reset, and hopefully we can make a bit of a run uh, and get ourselves out of the plane because there's nothing worse than coming up against... Like, at the moment, we'd be playing... Well, it'll be Utah and Golden State in the first play-in. Whoever wins that then plays... Uh, we play in Minnesota straight away, which we don't really play well against all the time. Uh, and then you've got to play either Golden State or Utah... Uh, for eight if you lose that. Now, that is not what you want. Not in a million years. You want to stay out of the plane, let them scrap with each other, and uh, you get to just have a nice little matchup uh, as the sixth seed, or the fifth seed, or the fourth seed, and uh, and then go from there. So, takeaways from this one. Ball movement at times gets stagnant. We talked about having only 19 assists, that, and that's not enough. The team plays best when we move the ball. It really does. And that doesn't mean that you have to just pass. You don't have to do three passes and score. There's always going to be isolation in games. Uh, you, when Brandon Ingram's cooking, the ball should be in his hands. But there are often times where Brandon found himself given the ball at the top of the key with eight seconds to go, and it was said, all right, we'll go and do something. And when we're in those situations, that is where other guys have to get themselves in positions to assist because Brandon is a great passer. He's probably the best passer on the team. Um, probably he and Zion are, are right up there as the two best. And other players need to be ready to play off him because, yeah, he's cooking, but there were plenty of options, oh, plenty of times where he was late in the shot clock, not get able to get to his spot, and was forced into tough shots or was tough, uh, forced into making tough passes that turned into turnovers or he had to drive and it would turn into a charge. You know, Help your stars out. Role players are there to play off your stars. And I think as we get into this final portion of the season, 
We really need to tighten that up. We've, all the guys I've played with BI before. The only one I'm letting off, well, two is probably Dyson and I'm letting off uh, um, Jay Rich as well because they haven't been here. So everyone else has played with him. Maybe Kyra as well, but anyway. Um, he played with him earlier on. So there's no excuse to not be able to play this style. You know, we, we've had this team go to the playoffs, made a bit of noise. So I, I really want to see them just lock in, calm down and execute. Play, what do they always say? They say play Pelicans basketball. That's what I want to see. So we'll see what happens. Now, we've got a couple of days off. Um, and happy Valentine's Day. And a side note, checking the date again. For all the lovers out there, oh, lovely. Uh, so Wednesday night, we've got a late one against the Lakers. And I think that's an important game for us to end this portion of the season, the middle part, the, the grind bit. Uh, you finish against the Lakers, you make sure that they drop further down the playoffs uh, standings and you know you still own their picks. So the worse they are, the better odds they have of getting number one. And at the end of the day, say we don't win a championship, I hope we do. I hope we're, I'm hope we i sure we're fully healthy, can hang with anyone. We've seen it. But at the end of the day, you've still got that Lakers pick there that maybe becomes something special. And there's some good players at the top end of this draft. Uh, and we'll do a bit of draft stuff when we finish this season. But uh, it, it will be an interesting little play. So execute, head into All-Star break, get everything right, uh, any little bruises and uh, you know soreness and stuff like that let's get that out we'll focus on uh, Zion's rehab and, and get him back and then make a real run in the last couple of weeks of the season to, to try to get home court uh, if not try to get out of that playing uh, situation and I think the guys can do it I think we're a better side than um, we've shown at times this season so with that being said I'm going to leave it at that this has been the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank. We'll be back after the Lakers game, and we'll try to get a special guest on as well. So keep an eye out for that. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, at Ethos Pelicans, at Lyle Swithenbank. So stay safe, and of course, bye for now. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.